Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boob Show, episode 200 for February 4th, 2019 with Scott and Brian. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Ah, go down. Why didn't go down? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boop Show. This is the Boop Show. Uh, we're doing it. We're doing it, everybody. It's video game time. It's me and, and Brian. We're here at the at the uh, at the heart at the Hearthstone of life. <laughs> That's a bad intro. That's an awful intro. Nothing about that was that good. Was a, could you expect any more from episode two hundred? It's mm, a really good point. Yeah, we're not doing anything special for two hundred. Sadly, we're just sort of going for it. And yeah, we're going to get to 201 just to surprise you. It's like, yeah. Hey. yeah. Before you know it, it'll be 201, and you won't know what to freaking do with yourselves. Uh, but we're back. We're at it. We're talking games. Games are great. We love video games. That hasn't changed since we last spoke. We didn't have a show last week. It was kind of my fault. Big family stuff going on. Got it all worked out. Everything's good. And uh, there's a new gamer in town. I know. I saw that. I was so excited. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm old now. No, dude, you was already old. This this oh. changes nothing. Oh, this thought, changes nothing. And like, and I thought you'd go the other way, like, oh no, you're <laughs> you're a young in your forties, Grandpa. This is no big deal. No, he went the other way. Oh, you've been old for a long time. This is just you've been old. You're so old. <laughs> but the good news is, old is the new young. Is it? Is that what they're saying? Now? I don't know. Mm. Probably not. That's just something old people will tell themselves so that we can seem hip and cool. They do that. Old people say things to make them feel better. Right. You know what? I don't care anymore. I used to care what what young people thought. I used to care what those 10-year-olds thought about me. Look at that guy. He's crazy. I don't care. I don't care anymore either. Yeah, kids can F it. They're too, they're too nice. They're too busy <laughs> playing Fortnite. Yeah, they got true. time for me. That's true. They're, they're too busy playing a game where they should be shooting each other, but instead they're building a bunch of fake walls to try to not get shot. It's a good time mm-hmm. in Fortnite. Hey, uh, we should be talking about Anthem today. We're not gonna. Because eh. uh, it, I didn't play the demo thing over the weekend. I meant to. Got too I busy. Did. Oh, shut up. You did? Of course. Oh, well, then what'd you think of Anthem? What kind of gamer What kind of gamer are you? Well, I didn't get to pay, play super long, but I did hop on for a couple of minutes. And what I saw, I liked a lot. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the, the, but I'll tell you, my demo time would have been uh, more productive if, if, hanging out in town wasn't so painfully slow as when you start the game, you have to go around and get your little mission stuff and get your little information, but they don't let you run there or even walk. Mm. It's more like a slow anthem mosey. And it's like, Oh my gosh, just get me into some action. Yeah. I've heard this too. That whole uh, exposition walking real slow thing is, is uh, sometimes yeah, annoying yeah. for some people. I haven't, I haven't felt like that since Metal Gear Solid. That was uh, <laughs> the last time I felt like I was crawling somewhere. But, yeah. uh, but once yeah. I got into it, the 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 actual action of it's pretty fun. I I like how 
I, I like that that the javelin suit. I like the uh, the the abilities to use my little boost pack. And uh, did you use really good? Which javelin did you use? Do you use just the main javelin, like the middle ground one? Okay. Yeah, just right right in the middle. I was just like, you know me, man, right down the middle. I'm curious about that uh, shocker one or whatever it's called. It's called the shocker or something. Yeah, or storm or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think the shocker is a. It looks cool, but I'm telling you, man, just from the little taste I got. They got something, All right. and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I'm they better have something. It. It's freaking Bioware. They better have something, you know. Right. It can't be total garbage. If it's poo, then uh, what are y'all it, doing? I don't know. I've just been I've, I've been holding off because they have all this like weird the games not out yet, but pay us more money and get early access, but don't keep it. Instead, we'll give it that. to you in little pieces or whatever. Like I'm kind of sick of that sort of stuff in games, and so. Yeah. I kind of just want it to be out so I can then read a proper set of reviews, talk to some friends yeah. who I trust, kind of make a decision for myself and buy a video game and not dance around this freaking 20 different kinds of pre-orders kind of thing they're doing. I don't I don't see any sense in all of that. I mean, there's so much gaming to do. And we talk about this a little bit later on. Games as service is just ruling my life right now. And you're going to have to have a really compelling reason for me to pre-order because I can wait for your game. I can wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so uh, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna wait. We'll see how it oh, goes. But I'm glad you do, got a chance. Do one with more it. thing. Yeah, the, yeah. The one, the one other thing though is, um, I don't know how I feel about, uh, especially in town. It's the, really the in town part bothers me more than anything. I think because I remember when I, when I was playing and going up to the you know the NPCs and getting the little story in the background and stuff. It's got this weird fisheye effect where they they put the character off to like one side of you mm. and it feels like they're right next to you. just feel like they're sidling you you're like yeah. get off man just get off too, me too close for comfort there going a little on too close little personal yeah. space problems for me in the anthem game at least in that part of it is that first person uh, that 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 segment's all what you're walking around in first person right yeah, you go yeah. out of yeah, the that, third that, person that, mode that, yeah okay yeah that person is is that that part is first person now more importantly things blow up real good that's uh that's the key that's what's good things you can pop them and blow oh, them and think things are so it feels so good when you blow up something it feels very beefy mm. it feels like you really blew up something so like i said it, it felt good when i got to play mm. uh i only got to play like maybe an hour total uh and like i said half of that was in town sidian says and he doesn't always uh he's never he's hardly ever saying anything serious so this is i'm taking this one serious he says they're uh they're fixing the in-town speed problem that's good to hear because i've heard some rotten things about that uh well all right at least one of us got a chance with it anthem is out in what when's it out officially february something 24th is it yes it's it's pretty close 22nd 24th somewhere on there end of the month and uh this is just sort of their little beta thingy deal i think some people if they buy the big expensive package they still get it a few days early uh, on the official release, I guess that's fine. I, that yeah. stuff annoys me. It's worse than like Windows 10 versions. Like you got like right, 15 right. versions of this game. Just have here's what you do. Here's the simple way I like it. I like my choices in video games simple. If you're gonna make a AAA title, give me a standard edition. Give me right. a enhanced edition or whatever you want to call it. It's got a little extra something. You know, whatever. I'll pay another 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then give me like right. a season pass if you're planning on a bunch of extra content. Give me that option. 99% right. of the time, unless there's a really compelling, cool thing in the middle, or I'm a big collector type and I want a collector's edition or something, I just want the basic $59 one. Just give me that. That's, that's what, what I want. I'm yeah. just, yeah, that's me too. It's like, I, I like the collectible stuff. That's fun. 
but mm. I'm usually a standard guy because I don't particularly care for the little extra stuff you get when you first start because I don't even know if I want the extra stuff yeah. when I start. Right. It's like, oh, look, you're going to get this suit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, and they, have to, and they have to be careful because if they put anything in there that affects gameplay, people flip out yeah. and then they have a PR problem on their hands. So yeah. what normally happens is everything I want is in standard because at the end of the day, uh, one or two cosmetic items that you had to pay an extra 10 bucks for don't matter to me that much. And the long haul of the game, kind of the, the long tail of the game matters more to me and how well it does. So, yes, me too. so I don't know. I will see who knows, dude, freaking Anthem. It has a chance to prove everybody wrong and show us an EA game. We care about for the first time in a couple of years. So, Right, right. See if they can pull it off. Uh, like but, I said, yeah. it, it felt good from what I played. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Very nice. Let's start today with a game that I just started playing. Speaking of early access, uh, I guess we were speaking of that. I picked it up on early access because I like to do that. I like a game where I see a good foundation. Uh, this was a game where I noticed they did a Kickstarter for it first. And I went, oh, what's this? And I checked it out and a lot of pre-buzz for it. And so I checked out a game called Foundation. Oh, so and it does have a good foundation. It That's does. the epitome of Foundation. So it literally has the name uh, Foundation. And uh, the game is uh, Foundation. It's a uh, middle. Is it, is it, it looks like Zook Tycoon for uh, villages. What is this? It's more of a city builder kind of god game than it would be a tycoon game. Um, if you played like old game examples, would be like. Caesar three or Pharaoh or though I love those games back in the day. Um, but also Sim city, 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 skylines, but if you played that, if you played city skylines or, or the better Sim city games, then you'll, you'll have a pretty good idea of what you're getting into here. It's, um, it's a city builder, and it's set in medieval, uh, a medieval England kind of these setting. These characters, these characters are killing me though. The the little uh, the little meeples, but they're a little more than meeple. They're real people. Yeah. They look like uh, they they're, look like one of the games I play, which is Hello Neighbor. It looks like some of these weirdo characters. Yeah, they're goofy. They, some of them have some really freaky eyes, and they're they're a very odd bunch of people. There's one guy with really bugged out eyes, and every time I see his model, it just kind of freaks yeah. me out a little bit. Um, one thing it features is a modular building system, which I think is super cool. So if you wanted, like, um, if you look at that video and you notice that big castle he's got built, that was yeah. not just a giant single building plant. Like you didn't go clunk and there's your castle. Mm. That was built with a core base to the castle and then building out some towers and some extended buildings on top of that and a drawbridge and all this sort of thing. That's all being handled kind of independently and you can build all of that. You can design all of that at once and then have it built as a complete package. It's very modular and it's true across the board. Like most of the buildings have this modular approach. The church is like, well, we're going to do the main building that kind of has the steeple on it. I'm going to put a little extended rectory thing off to the side. Like and then you open it up and there's all the people. There's all the meeple. Yep. They're all inside there. Right, right. And uh, yeah, it, it's all that. It scratches all those itches. If you like a city builder, and and, and people must be shocked. I'm not talking about a space game today. Um, well, I'm I'm digging. Uh, I'm digging. This is very. Uh, this this is like kind of down my alley here. I like it. So I I'm seeing a bunch of sheep. Yeah, you can is, raise is sheep. That, uh, you can raise sheep. You can do farms. You can have markets all throughout the town. Uh, you can, you can, uh, find uh, like a, uh, iron, uh, you know, iron deposits and go on, mine that stuff and 
you know, build all sorts of cool things. It's not a, this game is not meant to be um, a military RTSC kind of thing like that. Uh, right. So later in this game, I'm not going to have to deal with like attacking hordes or whatever. And that is a bonus in my opinion, because I don't really care about any of that. What I care about is like b- big uh, blustery towns that are succeeding financially and trading with others and making the king happy and, you know, collecting all kinds of any- taxes and whatever. I love that. Right. Is there anything nefarious about the game? Like you said, you know, you're building these church cathedrals and stuff. So it, it do you like uh do you use that power to uh you know to kind of keep the villagers down or anything or is it no i mean build- there's none of that as far as i know there are pe- and people will leave your town if you're if you're if you're terrible like if the, the conditions okay. are bad they're yeah. like i'm out of here uh you you know you have those same kind of things you got to kind of keep up with but for the most part it's a relatively peaceful experience again it's an early access so they may have other plans for gameplay down the road but the core game is uh is super solid now one of my favorite new features of this compared to other city builders I've played, and I've played a lot of them, is uh, the zoning system is is painted. And by that, I mean you take a, you take your mouse and you paint over, let's say, a giant forest or, or a grove of trees, and you, and you paint it with the extraction tool, which means this is where I want my dudes to go chop down trees. So right. you can then t- use another tool for reforestation and say, well, this big area that I deforested earlier i'd like them to go plant Oops. new trees so we can have kind of a you know renewable uh, tree system going on here and at the same time you're like all right well where do i want people to put houses and you do that with the residential painter tool and again you just paint these big swaths like you would in photoshop or something and you say well right. this is where i want all the homes to go and then the homes happen automatically uh, you're not building those okay. or putting stuff down your, your people go out they pick a plot they build it now the houses are going same thing goes for um, the farms. If you're going to do wheat, you build the farmhouse and then you paint a big swath of land where you want the wheat to, to grow. And then they will hmm. only plant within those borders. And you can adjust this, erase this, change this. You can create a painter or there's a, there's one of the, one of the uh, zoning paints is don't touch this area no matter what. So like no one will go near it. <laughs> and so on mine, little, I, little I, MC hammer comes up and you just paint with the MC hammer. Well, I thought about that, but instead I made a giant penis in the middle of the oh, good idea, good down. idea. It was with great. the MC Hammer, right? Yeah, with the MC Hammer, of course. I named it MC right, Hammer. Right, right. Uh, right. It's it's really cool and fun and light and a good time. And I think that it's going to do well. Um, I, I'm anxious to see what they do to expand on it and just kind of how to how they fiddle with it. But as a as just a fun little fiddly create a fiddly cool place and. You know, you can get right down in it, zoom right down in and look at people working and doing stuff. Or you can zoom way out in God mode and be way above the land. And, you know, like all the control you'd want. It's 3D, of course. And, um, you know, it's, it's, the, it's what's cool. The, what's the uh, what, what's the uh, what's the local language like? Is it, um, is it just actually, now that you it... say that, I don't think anyone says anything other than there are crowd sounds. But right. I don't think anyone ever says anything. And maybe that's again, it's maybe it's early. But it's it's entirely possible that uh, later on in the game, because uh, that can make or break this kind of games for me. Because those things are real repetitive, and if if I click on a house and it makes that same noise every time, if it's not a pleasant sound, mm-hmm. you know, some saws going down. Oh, they have know, a lot that of that. Thing? There's a lot of that, but just nobody's talking right. to me. I guess. Uh, okay. I can click on a dude, 
and her name will foundation. be foundation sally whatever and she's a she's a carpenter oh you give everybody jobs you can change their jobs they level up within those jobs so they can get really good at a certain job which is kind of cool um but that, that sounds complicated it's actually not they keep it real simple um but when i click them i just get a little portrait i don't think they say anything maybe that'll come later but i love you know i love some babble i like some is that is your priest trying to convert my people i thought i heard that over here <laughs> my that's favorite like the things worst about, about age of empires though were those was the oh, little man. priest voice was the best yeah that killed me it always i loved it because you'd be over doing some things and all of a sudden you'd get the little alert that your town's being attacked and you'd like fly over there looking it's like okay, who's hitting my wall? And you're yeah. like, you're you're just taking your time, and all of a sudden you hear the, like, oh no, he's converting you. Oh no! And if he does yeah, that, that means people. he can take your take your little uh, your little uh, slave lady back to their town and build a whole <laughs> town of Turks or whatever you were. It's pretty rough. Anyway, tell me about Riptide GP Renegade 2016 for the Xbox uh, One. Tell me about that, dude. Dude, let me tell you about the Riptide GP Renegade. First of all, did you ever play uh, like any of those games like Hydro Thunder? Yeah, I loved it. Big Hydro oh, Thunder yeah. guy. Played it in the arcade, played it at home, loved it. Yep, Hydro Thunder. Mm -hmm. So it was boats. Well, this is the same thing. And you may remember Jet Moto as well. But this is kind of like a cross between Hydro Thunder and uh, Jet Moto. This is you in the future in a water world of sorts. And you are part of a, a circuit called the GP circuit, and you're racing these jet bikes, uh, very much like Hydro Thunder. Same guys, by the way. Uh, and you're a, and you're game. a robot, right? Looks like you're a robot. Well, not necessarily. You start out as a human mm. uh, who is who is duped, duped, I say, by your nemesis mm. who you race with. Uh, he he convinces you, talks you into having a. a illicit race mm. with him outside the sanctioned racing that goes on in this future dystopian water world that's kind of actually uh it's kind of super cool uh and you you race him and then all of a sudden by the way he just leaves you too by the way this is how the game starts and he just mm. leaves you but you can't try to catch up and then the cops show up and guess what you're busted down and you get kicked out of the gp circuit and you gotta go and find a way to get back into racing by racing more illegal races. Mm. And they're cop and racers, it looks like. There's a dude with a light on here. That, yeah. The cops are not racers. The cops are uh, di disruptors. And actually, as you go along playing this game, everything is, like I said, it's, it's, it's just like Hydra Thunder. If you ever played a game like that, it's, it's, it's just a race game. Uh, but you're doing it on water, and instead of a track that is solid with curves, you're talking about things that bounce and and make you you, know, you have to watch out for wakes, and you got to watch out you know for other other boats coming your way because you'll you'll get the physics of it makes you kind of hop mm. and you bounce around. It, look like, uh, it looks like it controls like wave race a little bit. Would that be a fair Absolutely. comparison? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like those like those kind of games. Right. And so the cops, you asked about the cops, they're there to disrupt you. They don't ever actually arrest you or stop you. They can't annoy you, uh, but what happens later on in some of the later uh, matches of the way you, you race, each race is like a, a new match, and once you complete a match uh, in the top three, then you move on to the next uh, track. This is the career mode that I'm talking about. Mm. Um, and so the cops will be in your way until you realize you can draft them. They're way faster than you, 
And if they get a little bit ahead of you, you can draft them, and that gives you a significant speed boost so you can catch up with the, the pack. Sometimes a pack of people, usually it's like eight. You, it's usually uh, you and seven other uh, bots, but they're people. They're yeah. AI stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you, while you're doing all that, it's more than just trying to get through and being first, second, third. There's also stunts. Uh, and you learn those stunts along the way. Mm. And you can, uh, as you go along in uh, upgrade, as you upgrade your your jet moto. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, jet ski. My jet moto. That's, jet ski. You can't cross that over. Your jet ski or whatever. So, right, your jet ski, your jet ski. Yeah, yeah. So as you upgrade your jet ski, you can also you earn skill points and you can learn new stunts. Each of those stunts, if performed successfully, gives you a boost. And then you can use that boost to catch up or pass the other comp- other players. Uh, man, I have played this. Uh, I was so excited last week when you said, Brian, can't do a show. And I'm like, good. That means one more week mm-hmm. of Riptide GP Renegade for me. I, was, I started playing this um, on the Game Pass for the Xbox. Because it was free, the Xbox it just One. Expired. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Xbox One. It yeah. just it just expired uh, in in the January, so it it left there. Oh. However, I went ahead and picked it up. It was only nine bucks. It was like nine ninety nine on the on the store, the, the Microsoft store. So I picked it up, and I've been playing the crap out of it. And uh, I also picked it up on my uh, Android devices. I, I think you, I think I think you can get this on the iOS. I have the Switch. You can get it on the PlayStation 4. You can get it just about everywhere, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's start. Yeah, you. that's true. Uh, it's multi-platform. I don't know about PC. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And it's only it's only like about, I think it was like three bucks or something on my Android device. This Riptide Well, GP and that's my question. Didn't this start on mobile devices? So are you worried at all? Or did you feel like this was a kind of a toned down, graphically uh, looking kind of... 360 era looking deal that should look better on an xbox or did you feel like it's all right no it looked great because it just looks it looks like one of those games it just seems timeless Mm. it just it's just got this look and vibe that's just timeless i've got uh like i said i start out as a human but then i i uh, as you beat other racers bosses in this game you can then play as that boss and my favorite so far is uh is is Beefbot. I call him Beefbot all the time. I'm wrong. His name's not Beefbot. It is. It is Dead Beef. Dead, dead Beef. beef the, dead Beef is the uh, is the robot. Hold on uh, a second. What is he? Is he is he like a big hunk of like rotting meat? Meat or what's his deal? No, he's not. He's not. He's just a really slick looking, thin, wiry looking robot. Yeah. Okay. And he's really cool, but he's he's really agile, and you get to make get to do all these surf up modes and and flip forwards and flip back and everything it's just oh i just watched man. a guy named dead beef there he is okay yeah dead beef that's the uh, <laughs> did you if you're playing if you're playing the video that was in the show notes that's me playing yeah oh that's you i didn't know you yeah. captured it that's, that's awesome oh yeah but by the way yeah by the way the the xbox capture experience and no no disrespect to my playstation 4 brethren mm. but the, the 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 xbox game capturing system is leagues ahead of the PlayStation. And I was, I've been able to capture so many video clips of things I'm playing uh, and then share them back. Well, what's the difference? It's, like I know how the P- PS4 oh, does it. It seems fine. What's the, what's the advantage? Oh, it's, 
first of all, the PS4, I have always, you got the share button, which is cool. This share button on the, on the controller, you hit it. But uh, if you, if it just seems like I never hit it right. Cause it's like, it's like a double click. I think to capture the video mm. or a hold long. There's, there's a standard mode and a, a custom mode and everything else. And I always get it wrong. Mm. But the thing is on the PlayStation, you have no, you have none of that constantly recording stuff. Like on the Xbox, you got that, you got it where it's constantly recording. So you can set it so that it'll record like up to, I think up to 10 minutes. So once I get through the race, like in this game, I can just hit my button and it'll automatically say the previous 10 minutes. I think that's PlayStation uh, my PlayStation do that. does that. I've done that. I, the the previous capture, not by default. I don't. Well, it may think. not be by Correct default. You may have I'm to. Wrong. You may have to turn it on. But I did it because I all the stuff I, I captured in Red Dead, I did that way. Right. Interesting. Well, yeah. it's not very intuitive. How about that? Because yeah. I have I've tried many times to just work my way through it, and it seems like the Xbox is just like. Just, it just clicks. It just makes sense. And I think the reason why is because Microsoft is a UI developer as well as everything else. And I think I think they got a little leg up on that part of it. Yeah. I, like uh, I said, not to start any console wars because I'm not interested in that. I love both. I just think in this area, the Xbox has made more sense to me and it's been shining more over there for me. Well, that's good because generally speaking, people have complained about general Xbox interface stuff and they don't like the... Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The overall UI. However, you it's seem to have, you seem to have found a bright uh, point of light, and that's good. It's gotten a lot better than it used to be because I'm all the way back to the blades and stuff. I remember the blades. That was crap. Yeah. The chat room says Tazorial says uh, Xbox video is a lot like uh, Nvidia's Shadow Play capture. There you go. Which is yeah. very simple and easy. It's a keystroke, and you capture it. If that's if that's the case, mm-hmm. then that does sound. That sounds much easier. I'm glad you're having yeah. that experience because, you know, we get accused a lot of PS4, PC, and Switch uh, elitism. elitism or something, and that we just don't do a lot of Xbox stuff. Well, kind of part of that is because I don't have an Xbox because I still say they've never given me a good reason to get one. And you right. uh, are now going to be playing more Xbox games. So don't worry. We'll get the voice in here. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. We'll get we'll get both, and don't worry. It's not going to turn into some kind of... PlayStation 4 sucks. It's not like that. I love, I'm a lover of all consoles. I really am. He's a lover, not a fighter. He's a lover. I'm going to now tell you about a little game called The Hong Kong Massacre. And you might hear that and go, ooh, sounds dirty. Or not dirty, sounds. At first, I thought you were going to say Hong Kong Fooey. And I was like, is that back? Oh my gosh. Can you believe, can you believe finally Hong Kong Fooey in video game form? Finally. Uh, no, this is a video game um, called The Hong Kong Massacre. If you have played games like, I'm going to take two games out of out of history, and then I'm going to tell you that this game combines them. And those games would be Max Payne on the one hand, and on the other hand, uh, oh shoot, what's it called? Where it's a top down, very fast. You've got to if you die, you've got to start over. It's very violent. Hotline Miami. There we go. Hotline oh, yeah, Miami Hotline, meets uh, meets Max Payne. And by that, I mean it's this top-down view, and it's you running in trying to kill a bunch of dudes. And uh, the big difference here, the big fun uh, thing that they, got, that they got going on, is your character can hit a button. It's a, If you're using a controller, it's one of the shoulder buttons. You hit a, control, or a shoulder button, and it lets you move into kind of John Woo slow-mo style, which is a lot like... Uh, mm. uh, those old Max Payne games. And when you go into slow motion, 
everything goes and you're doing these like barrel rolls in the air and you're shooting up stuff and furniture and wall stuff are getting blown all over the place and and uh, when you roll you can avoid bullets so that's why you'd roll um and you tried to kill these guys now where it's like la hotline hotline miami is it's very fast um very dangerous there the the ai will murder you and you're going to restart a lot so it's got that kind of hotline miami let's let's do this again kind of kind of thing um and then there's goals in each of the maps like finish it in 30 seconds don't use slowdown at all um have perfect aim meaning one shot per kill and you'll get bonuses for that and then those bonuses and you completing levels translate it translates into you being able to use the currency in the game these points in the game to give yourself uh skills and abilities before you go to the next match or to enhance your weapon so your pistol will have more ammo in it or it'll reload faster or you know stuff like that pretty standard video gamey kind of things um i i am loving i am digging these environments are they cool top-down game it it feels it feels more organic than you would think yeah it's it's really cool and hotline miami was meant to look all pixely in 80s you know like an 80s kind of folk or uh focus yeah yeah style or whatever this is definitely not that this is more like a gritty 90s hong kong movie and Mm -hmm. uh the hong kong massacre yeah and it's really fun um sadly the only complaint i have and maybe they can rectify this with after the fact content but uh i'm gonna blow that door open that's crazy. The shotgun is insane. Uh, sorry, I was watching this video while I'm talking about it. Uh, no, the, 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 the one thing that I like about it, or the one thing that, um, ooh, uh, or the one thing I wish they could fix, not really fix, it's not like a fixable problem, but it's very short. There aren't a mm-hmm. ton of levels. You'll get through them if you're, you know, they'll take a while because it's hard, but once you kind of get your rhythm and you figure it out and your skill levels up, you're going to get through those and go, oh, there's no more game left. And that's my only complaint. It's just kind of short, and I think it's actually ex- extremely fun to play, and I would totally buy more levels. I would buy DLC that added a bunch of missions or something. Like, I don't know what their plans are. It's just a small indie team doing this, uh, but I but I would I would go in more if they if they made more. So, uh, it's cool. Right. This is a... This is cool. Did you, you had this on the PC, right? Because I think it's for the PS4 as well. Yeah, I have it on PC. It's probably available for some for consoles, PS4, maybe Xbox. I don't right. know. But the PC version uh, I have on Steam. I want to say it's like mm-hmm. fifteen bucks. I don't know. Right. Is this kind of like a? It it kind of looks like it controls like a dual stick shooter. It does. Is okay. It very much does. Um, if you played, and for those listening, if you played Hotline Miami, then you know how this controls. It's just like that. Right. Right. Uh, the the big difference being the the one uh, bumper button to slow time down. But other than that, me- mechanically, it's very similar to that. Um, and you can go in with different weapons, so you can unlock the shotgun and go into your next level with a shotgun. You can decide which weapon to start with next time because maybe that didn't work out so well for you or whatever. Uh, you can roll across the hoods of cars on certain levels. You can just do all kinds of crazy crap. And does it does it make you feel like a badass? Oh yeah, that's it. Kind of makes me. It looks like it makes you feel like a badass. It's like oh, I pulled that move off. Look at that. It's very badassery. Oh yeah, they've captured that whole Hong Kong movie mm. thing, that John Woo movie making kind of vibe. Is Chun Yao Fat should be in right. here somewhere with a bunch of doves fluttering around. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 really cool, and I and I would recommend it just for even if it's just a quick playthrough for those out there who are like oh. 
I don't know yeah. if this is going to be worth it. I think it's absolutely worth the fifteen bucks, and even though it's, it's short, twenty bucks right now on Steam. So oh, is it? It must. I think I got yeah. it on sale or something, or maybe I got. You probably a, caught on a sale last week. You probably did. Maybe, or this could have been a code. I don't remember when I get codes. Sometimes I is screw there a up. Code? Do I have a code? I don't know. I think I got a code. I'm not actually sure. Anyway, it's cool. Check it out. Hong Kong massacre. Oh. Massacre. It's very violent, though. If you don't like violent and shooty stuff, uh, this is not for you because there is a some some shooting. Magoochie. Is there is there language? No, there's no talking. Is there's no well, there's story, but it's all told silently. Nobody's really saying anything. Right. Um, okay. so there's a story and there's some stuff going on. Whatever. Um, I restart a lot because it gets really hard, <laughs> and so I feel like as much as I say it, it's a short game, I think it probably took me longer than most people. We should really talk about restarting someday because I, they, whenever every time I get to the uh, boss fights mm-hmm. in the Riptide GP, I always end up restarting like about twenty times because yeah. uh, some of those boss levels require you to uh, be perfect practically mm-hmm. uh, in what you're, what you're doing. So if 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 I even can't get my boost start, that is, I just instantly go, nope, restart. Yeah. No restart. Got to be annoying to watch somebody do that, though. Yeah, I, I mean, it's more. I think it's more fun to play than watch. Or, right. I don't know. I get frustrated and swear really loud, so maybe it's fun to watch yeah. some people do it. I don't know. I get really worked up. Uh, hey, Brian, tell me about Hello Neighbor. Hello Neighbor. Hello, Hello Neighbor. So this is I've played Hello Neighbor before. Maybe even talked about it briefly on here back when it was like in beta. Yeah, this might have been back in 2017 or so. We've done 200 shows. Eh, it might have been on here. Um, so is it was another Game Pass for me. Uh, don't worry, I'm not. I'm going to play more than just Game Passes. But the Xbox Game Pass had uh, Hello Neighbor, so I downloaded it primarily because it was two things. You could also do something called Play Anywhere, which is where you can play it either on the PC or on the uh, Xbox. And I tried to play it on my PC. It would never uh, connect to the service for some reason. Weird. So I just played. I played on the console. This guy. Do you like jump scare? Uh, do you like uh, sometimes? Yeah. Right. Do you like uh, like uh, cartoony kind of uh, characters that like maybe they're from uh, I don't know maybe that Jimmy Neutron kind of era. Uh, sure. I'm into the I'm yeah. into the mid '90s uh, Nickelodeon life. Sure. Why not? Yeah. How about some? How about some? absolutely infuriating physics okay because that's where this game lost me uh i this this game essentially is you're uh you're a neighbor to this person who is up to some suspicious activity that you witness uh he's locked someone up in somewhere in like in a room in his house and you heard screaming and uh you show up outside watching and you try to get inside to investigate to find out what's going on but you have to avoid this guy because if he catches you he's going to use his rubber cleaning gloves uh, to strangle you and put you somewhere Jeez. usually usually you end up restarting back on the street uh out in front of the neighbor's house sometimes you'll end up in some odd places where you have to try to escape um i haven't really figured out what's going on there but it's a, a lot of fun as far as uh, trying to be stealthy and sneak. And when the neighbor is nearby, you start getting like this spider sense thing going on where it's like uh, you start, everything kind of starts narrowing your vision narrows and you get everything just gets kind of adrenaline pumping. 
and uh and and then it then I just it just lost me with the physics because there's a lot of places where you have to access certain areas, and some of those areas require you to stack boxes mm. and to jump uh and the jumps and the placement of these things are practically impossible for me. I don't know if it, I, I, I've been trying to figure out if it's just the Xbox that it's having this trouble with or if it's elsewhere. But uh, when I go to stack boxes, I, I just never could seem to put it right. But the more infuriating thing is every time I try to climb a ladder or anything that requires me to go vertical, there's always this, instead of going straight up, I always end up like I'll go straight up for a little bit and then I'll fly off to the left or I'll fly off to the right with, with no reasoning at all there's you know there's no there's no change in the platforms that i'm standing on uh i am I'm, I'm pushing as straight up as possible and i can even kind of push it to the right sometimes and i'll still end up jumping to the left and so i'm like okay what's going on mm. is it uh is it like um i mean is it actually scary is there anything scary about it going on and are you this oh, kid it, the whole time by the way yeah, you're like this. You're like this kid, but you don't really see that. You don't see the kid. You just like just in the the cutscenes, the very opening. Otherwise, you just see your hands uh, as you as you pick up, up items. You can carry up to four items, uh, and you can activate them using the uh, the D pad. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's what you can do. You can go around and pick up like four boxes, and then go somewhere and stack them, mm-hmm. and then jump on them, and then jump through windows. Uh, every time you make noise, too, by the way, that can attract the neighbor. And uh, he will come after you. So it's, you're constantly wondering where he's at. And he's so infuriating because, but this is a good part. It's infuriating because he's really good about being places all of a sudden. You'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll be doing something and he'll show up. And it's just like he's always seems to be in the place where you're trying to get. Is, are uh, are you kidnapped by him? Is that the story here? He got you. No, no, no. You don't. You don't get kidnapped at all. Well, you can if he catches you. He will sometimes store you in places, Ugh. and you'll you'll wake back up and you're like, "Oh, what's going on? I don't know." Uh, but as in the beginning of the game, uh, you you approach the neighbor's house, and it's just this, you know, kind of uh, just plain house. But uh, as as you progress through the acts, it starts building all these weird additions onto the houses mm-hmm. where you, where you have to get even higher. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gets into this like Escher kind of weird. It's like, where am I, what am I doing right now? Why are the window panes on the floor? And so I kind of message your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I, like I said, I, I have a love hate relationship. It looks a little jumpy and glitchy to me. It's like a little, it, it is yeah. glitchy and, and the glitch can be, it, it can be, a. Uh, it can heighten it sometimes. I'm okay with a little bit of precarious physics. Like I don't want it to be super easy to stack the boxes because you kind of want to be in a hurry, but you know, you also want to be able to do it right. But if it doesn't act consistently over time, that just gets frustrating for me. And once again, like I said, this is just my experience on the Xbox one. I see a lot of people love this game. They don't seem to be complaining about the physics at all. So it could just be, could just be me. Is it, it the Burbs? Is basically the Burbs? Burbs, the video it game? The, it's it's pretty much the Burbs. But you know how much I love the Burbs. You love the Burbs. Yeah, I love the Burbs. I'm all about the Burbs. Yeah. Burbs me up. Tom. Or, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Every Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks movie has sucked since the Burbs, according to Brian Dunaway. He loves the Burbs. <laughs> yeah, that was the height. Yeah. That was the height. Forget about Saving Private Ryan. Forget about Forrest Gump. That was dumb. Forget about Green Mile. Forget about all that stuff. Yeah. 
If he's not worried That's about trash. a weird neighbor next door and Carrie Fisher isn't his wife, what are we even doing? Right. I agree. Uh, so unrelated things says in the chat room kind of reminds me of the tentacle. I can see that. It's very, it's, it's, it's kind of got that old school kind of look to it. Yeah. It's, uh, Cartoonious. Very nineties uh, art, big headed, roundy yeah. looking, knobby need looking sort of style. Yeah. But two games really uh created a, a visual uh, fervor this past year and or in the last couple of years, and that's been Hello Neighbor uh and uh, uh Bendy Nightmare Machine. That's uh th- those those both I've seen a lot of little toys and collectibles based around those those properties because they're really visually they're they're fun to look at i can go buy a toy in the uh for for this game for uh hello oh my neighbor goodness, so many yeah, yeah absolutely head on down to the GameStop and you'll find plenty of hello neighbor uh paraphernalia all right i'm into i'm into it um you've also it should be mentioned you've been digging a little deeper into red dead redemption too um that game takes forever yeah. so it's not like you're gonna be able to review that in a week but uh, you're making yeah. progress feeling all right about it I hit hit back on the Red Dead Redemption Two, fired my PS4, and I said, "Let me see what I got here." And Red Dead Two was what I went for. Uh, I, I it's still it's still such a slow ride, <laughs> and I can't, I can't seem to always get what he's trying to say to me because the gang leader, mm-hmm. uh, for for example, we're out on a little mission, mm-hmm. me and the gang leader and our little motley crew. Yeah, his name and, is Dutch. Uh, Dutch the gang leader. Right, Dutch. Yeah, yep. Dutch. Uh, Dutch. Dutch the gang leader. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. He's he's an, he's kind of, you can't figure out if he's a nice guy or not, right? It's kind of like, I'm nice. No, I'm not. Just kidding. Yes, I am. Mm. Uh, and so we're, he go, you know, we're over this encampment where this rival gang is at. And we're supposed to go down and attack him. And he tells me all the stuff. I'm like, cool, cool. And he tells, says, he says, hey, run back to your uh, horse and uh, grab that, uh, grab that uh, shotgun. Yeah. I was like, cool, cool. I'll go grab that. So I ran into my horse. I pull up my little menu screen. I flip around. I'm like, okay, there's my weapons. I got a revolver and a sawed-off shotgun. I'm like, he said rifle. I'm like, okay, uh, grab him the sawed-off shotgun. Walk back over to him. He goes, no, fool. Go get the rifle. And I'm like, oh, son of a So I go back again. <laughs> I'm like, so I grab the, grab the pistol. And I'm like, I come back. And I'm like, is it a revolver? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, what, is he, what do you want from me, man? Yeah. I'm like, only saw two guns in there. And so uh, I went back. It was like 15 minutes worth of me going back and forth, and him calling it different things. He called it a uh, uh, he called it a rifle one time, and he called it a uh, carbide or something like that. Oh, a carbine, yeah, yeah, carbide. So I was like, so I went back to my, I went back, and I was like, okay, there's, there's only two weapons in here. And so then I started kind of flipping around the little dial, and I found like a, a there was like a satchel there, and I'm like, oh, what's in what's in the satchel? I was like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. There's the stupid rifleless mm-hmm. in the satchel, mm. and uh, I'm like, that was a good 15 minutes of me walking back and forth to the horse for nothing good. Yeah, that's Red Dead too, though. That's just like everything takes forever. You're gonna be on a horse right. for hours. You're gonna have to dig through your inventory for 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> it's gonna take you, f- you know, five full seconds to mount your damn horse or to walk through camps. Right. It'll take 20 or 30 because you can't run. Like. It's a I like I was work. I uh, feel like I was working on the car with my dad. Hit me the crescent wrench. I know. Be right back, Dad. Yeah, we've all had. What that. am I looking for? We've all had that experience. It's not a good one. No, well, all right. But it, otherwise, other than that, it's, it is such a beautiful experience. Uh, I'm I'm actually uh, robbing the train, which went bad, by the way. Uh, and I'm robbing the train right now, and 
Uh, I don't remember I, that one. That's times. a fun. I think there are additional train things in the future, but I remember yeah. the very first train robbery thing was lots of fun. And you get people to give you oh, money yeah. by whacking them in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Whack them in the head. Yep. Get them in the head. Get your money. That's how it works. <laughs> Check this out. It's a me money. <laughs> time for us. Uh, oh. Whoops. That's not it. Sorry. Time for us to. Why did that happen? Time for us to play. I, don't know, but I like it. Is what? there a new? Is there a new song for that? No, it's it's actually the start of my clip, but it wasn't supposed to play it. Anyway, hey, oh, okay. we play a little game called Guess My Game. That's where me and Brian try to guess each other's games based on audio cues only. And uh, I picked one up, not picked one up, but I found a game that I have a lot of love for. I will tell you, it's early '90s, and that's all I'll tell you. Let's see if you can figure hmm. out what this is. Here you go. Take a step, the green flag drop. Jake stays in the last. Jake downs in the first. Wow, that. Any ideas? That's definitely a racing game. It is. You're right. Right. I'll give you another <laughs> hint. Uh, early '90s, so this would have been 16-bit era. Racing game. Yep. Available on the. The uh, Nintendo Super, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, is this uh, is this one of the later Outrun? Uh... Nope, 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 nope. Any ideas? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds super familiar, though. I just I can't place anything with it. Chat room got it. It is Rock and Roll Racing from what would have been Blizzard Entertainment, but Blizzard still called themselves. Oh, yeah. uh, they still called themselves Silicone and Synapse back then. Oh. And uh, it was uh, Blizzard's first published uh, game and licensed by Nintendo. And it is utterly fantastic still to this day. It's a great little racing game. Right. Really? And didn't they do something later on where they, they like mixed it in with like orcs and stuff? Wasn't there something that was... Oh, I don't know. Did they? They might have. Um, I know that everybody's been begging for those guys in Heroes of the Storm for a while. I just want a car <laughs> to show up in there. Because <laughs> they've done that with the Lost Vikings before, which was their second game. And uh, they uh, they made a really cool top. It's kind of top down, three quarter view, weird game. And it's it was kind of unlike any other game on the platform at the time. And it totally appealed to me. I wasn't interested in anything that tried to be realistic. I just wanted to play goofy, arcadey kind of games. This thing's very post apocalyptic. It basically assumes that everybody you know lives in this heavy metal world, and it's just super gangster heavy metal. Like some. It's the kind of dream your friend would have in detention when he falls asleep on his desk, scratching, you know, Iron Maiden and uh, <laughs> logos into his desk. It's that kind of thing. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I so about so they had rock and roll racing. Later, they would do Lost Vikings. And then Blizzard did. What was the name of that character? Blackthorn. That's it. Blackthorn, Blackthorn. came later. Those were Lost- all SNES games, Super NES games. Right. Lost Vikings, I think, was my first Blizzard experience. Oh, really? Well. Wow. That's great. My my very first uh, Blizzard experience was rock and roll racing, but I didn't know it. I didn't know it was them. <laughs> I had no idea. So even when I started playing Warcraft uh, Orcs versus Humans or however that the title went, the first Warcraft game, I knew I was onto something special. This was going to be a big deal. They're going to be a big PC gaming company, all this other stuff. But I didn't know they were the same people. And and in theory, they weren't because they changed their name. So, right. you know, Silicon and Synapse. Oh, they also made The Death of Superman, which is a terrible video game. Blizzard has I never really made a dub at all. They've made, never made a dub. It's on the SNES. He's right in the chat there. They've never made a dub, but that that thing is poopski, garbage. Wait, so does does Superman die in that one? 
Uh, it's, well, it was set around. It was it was a game to hype up that time when Superman died in the comics. Remember all that? The Death and Return of Superman is that the name of the game? No, the game was just the Death of Superman, I think. But huh. uh, but but during that time, there was that whole. Uh, remember Steel? They made yeah, a movie yeah. about I, it. Yeah, I remember. The, yeah, they they were like, oh, we're gonna kill Superman. We're gonna bring in like uh, six more. Yeah, replacement Superman, basically. Right, right. Mullet, right. mullet, Superman. That's right. That was one of them as well. <laughs> It was an ugly time. But uh, anyway, that's mine this week. Now let's hear Brian's and see if we can figure it out. And let's see if Brian can remember, because I recorded this over a week ago. Oh, uh, fantastic. Well, it just says Boop 200, the game name. So let's see if we can figure it out. Right. I have no idea. It sounds like it's broken. Is it okay? Is it all right? It does sound like it's broken. Oh, wait, wait. I don't know what this is. I have no idea. Wait, what is it? What is it? Wait a minute. Even I can't oh, remember. Oh, you don't remember? I, I picked it. You should write these things down somewhere. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I used to write them down in the show notes in uh, in in white text on on the black on the white background, but uh, oh, so I wouldn't see it. Yeah. Oh no my idea. gosh, that's <laughs> terrible! I can't even remember. <laughs> I have no idea. It I captured like... it on my other laptop. I can I can definitely go back and look at my other laptop and find out. <laughs> well, oh we'll leave gosh, it. We'll make it a mystery it? for now. Maybe someone in the chat will figure it out. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, all right, well, there you go. That's guess my game. Neither of us can guess number two. We don't know what that is. <laughs> all right, time for a quick news maybe we story. Should, maybe we should give that to the people, and then whoever can answer it first will get some kind of prize. Yeah, we'll give them some game codes. I'd be down with that. Yeah. We got some to give away. How about that? Uh, here in the news, we have a new, uh, news item about Metro Exodus being an Epic Store exclusive, or at least launch what? exclusive. And uh, Valve is not happy about it. Now, this happened with a couple other games up till now. They've been smaller titles, so it hasn't been that big a deal. Uh, although Ubisoft's uh, Division 2 going there on Uplay of their own service and not Steam was a big one, but they stayed kind of quiet for that. For some reason, Valve felt like they had to say something here. So, here's how it goes. Another one of the year's biggest releases is skipping Steam in favor of the Epic Game Store. Publisher Deep Silver has announced that the PC version of Metro Exodus will be sold exclusively through Epic Store when it launches on February 15th, despite previously being available for pre-order on Steam. Uh, Deep Silver says any pre-orders made on Valve's storefront will be honored, but the game has uh, since been uh, delisted there due to the new exclusivity agreement, a decision that Valve calls, quote, unfair to Steam customers in a statement on the Exodus page. Uh, the company wrote later today, sales of Metro Exodus will be discontinued on Steam due to a publisher decision to make the game exclusive to another PC store. The developer and publisher have assured us that all prior sales of the game on Steam will be fulfilled uh, will be fulfilled on Steam, and Steam owners will be able to access the game and any future updates uh, and DLC through Steam. We think the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after the long pre-sale period. We apologize to Steam customers that were expecting it to be available for sale through the, Feb- through, the through the February 15th release date. Uh, we were uh, only recently informed of the decision and given limited time to let everyone know. Uh, so I'm actually going to say that I have 
gratefully welcomed in this Epic Store competition. I think it's good for the business. Right. It's good for the industry. However, I do think this was a little bit sneaky peek going on here. I don't yeah, think that's cool, very cool. Now, if you just started it that way and said, yes, we're going to be exclusive over there, fine. What you know? What can they say about that? Valve can't say anything about that. That's just business. But this is a little skeevy. Just a little yeah. skeevy. Now, they're honoring it. That's great. But it's convoluted. It's confusing. And it's weird. And I would be upset if I was them, too. So I am going to side on Steam side on this one. I know a lot of people are bandwagoning up going, yeah, time for a new store. F you, Steam. I get it. That's what people do. You got mob mentality. Enjoy yourselves. What I'm saying is, look at it logically. It's kind of a jacked up thing to do. You had an agreement. You had pre-sales. You suddenly pull that out and say, nope, we're going somewhere else. It's a little lame. And it's lame for users as well, not just for Steam. So Steam got their money for pre-sales. They're getting, their, they're getting paid. Oh, yeah. So it's not, like yeah. it's not like they got yanked and the money got yanked. That didn't happen. Long-term sales money got yanked for sure. But this feels more like people getting yanked around. And I think that the Exodus people handled this wrong. They li right. literally created an Exodus from the store. <laughs> well, maybe Brian or Dunaway was right all this time. Whoop, they didn't play right. Hold on. Yeah, I don't like, I Steam. Don't like Steam. Yeah, listen. I don't like jerks. Steam. You need to record one that says I don't like the Epic Game Store. So eventually when nah. people when people are mad about that, they can turn on that. See? Right, right. Because that's how what we do. Epic sucks. We all are dicks when we need to. When we feel like we need to all be dicks together and then rebel against a thing. I don't mind all these stores. I think the competition's really good, but I don't think we need to shit on Steam. They play a very important yeah. role in PC yeah. gaming, and to deny that is is silly. I don't like Steam. Hey, damn it! I said be nice to Steam. Oh, that was a recording, not you. Now, okay. <laughs> I'm 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 with you. I'm I'm on Steam side with this too. It's uh it's unfortunate. It's uh it's pretty screwy. It, it is pretty screwy. I don't. I don't. Hmm. I don't love it. I don't know. I don't, I don't love, love it. it. Uh, I do have a quick email from someone uh, named Joe. Old Joe is his name. Old Joe. <laughs> My name's Old Joe. He sent an email to boopshow at gmail.com and he says, "Hey guys, I want to know why Scott hates tower defense so much, and does Brian like it?" All right. Well, yeah, thanks, I, I like Joe. that Scott hates it so yeah. much. Yeah, oh, I but I also like I, I I like tower defense, especially a, a little game called a Balloons. Mm. Balloons. Yeah, that's Love a popular it. one. People like that game. I don't like tower defense. I never have. I probably never will. You'd have to really convince me with something special for me to like it. The closest I ever get is just a straight up RTS where towers are involved and that's it. Right. Or a MOBA where towers are part of the game. Uh, Outside of that, though, games that are just like, all right, I've upgraded all my towers. Now let the hordes of enemies come in. And let's see how I do. Hate it. Hate it. Would rather do anything else but that. It is my least favorite genre in the world. Least it, favorite. It is, I've, try, I've been trying to figure out exactly what it is that bothers you because, I mean, you like other games where you kind of, you know, you make your decisions beforehand and then you kind of go with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get I it. Know. I get it. I'm just saying. Now, I, I like most of the Tower Fist games I like are not just lock it in and go. Yeah. It is It is a no. best defense. Yeah. Oh. No, you're back now. Okay, okay. I was, I was pulling up concrete like a fool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> killing my bandwidth. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Tower Defense that gives you the uh, ability to set down your, your defense first. 
and then as it as it plays through the optional uh you know landmines or spikes or whatever when there to kind of uh, reinforce what you've done no i get uh, it the, why why you people like this stuff i get it you 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 like it because you like it and you should like it that's great i don't want to poo-poo on anyone's parade i'm not peeping in your drink you guys have your t- tower defense and freaking wallow in it it's great I just can't stand it. Minute to minute, I want to die. I don't want to be there. There's only a few things I hate worse. Escort missions and freaking uh, uh, dating simulators. None of that's interesting to me. Ever. And and, and tower defense right in there. My bottom three genres are tower defense, dating sims, uh, and anything with a timer. Anything with a freaking timer. Almost... Almost everything you described, like, is in the Star Wars movie, right? Isn't that like a escort mission? You gotta set up your. I can, I can and, deal with uh, it with a movie because the movie's telling me a story, and I can deal with it. I don't want to play right. that. I don't want to play it. I don't want to. I mean, like, that's why if this this city builder I talked about earlier, Foundation, if that game was all about defending yourself from hordes of enemies, I wouldn't be playing it. Right. There's no way I'd go near that freaking thing. I just want to build my town, have my stuff, have some sheep. Plant some wheat, make that into flour, make that into bread, sell the bread. You know, I don't want to put up a bunch of towers and go, okay, come on in. Let's see how we do. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, no, they're taking down my first three towers. Shit, what do I do? Well, I guess the next time around, I'll put up three more towers. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, they got to the end. Ah. So how do you feel about about those? uh, Oh, why am I forgetting the name of the genre? Is, Is... is the games where you just you just you just turn them on and they just collect as you go? They just sit there and they just oh, add idle up. games, idle games, idle games, idle games. What can I think of that? I don't uh, mind. What them. do you think about idle games? I don't mind them except they remind me of why we're all suckers. And by that, I don't I don't mean right. that you're doing microtransactions. What I mean is we are our brains are so wired to receive endorphins and and positive response in our brain chemistry when we see a number go up. Right. And those games have shown us, if you want to call them games, they've shown us or proved that humans only need numbers to go up to get that thing. And so the fact that you don't have to do anything, really, and we still are cool with the numbers going up is freaking weird. It's weird. It it is wild. It's wild. So the the idle clickers uh, is is the ones to talk about. And, And... there's only one major problem that I have with idle clickers. If you like them, like you said, Scott, you know, everybody's got their games they like, they don't like. The thing I really hate about the idle clickers is it messes up my statistics. Because when I go and I look at my friends and what games they've been playing and how, and I sort it by hours played, and there's some idle clicker on there with 600 hours, and I'm like, what is this game they're playing? Oh, it's an idle clicker. Mm-hmm. You're messing up my filters. You're messing up my data. Yeah. Stop it. That and also, they it makes me question every other game I play. So I'll be playing right. Diablo and going, or any any RPG really, but let's say Diablo because it's it's an action RPG. These are good examples of that. Play that or Path of Exile or something. And as you're going along, you're like, numbers are going up. That one's right. better than that one. Those numbers are higher, not lower. And then you realize all they've done is given me an idle clicker with more to do, like actual more stuff to click and do. But at the end of the day, it is still a simulation of me going, 
oh, that piece of gear has a higher number on it than it did before. Right, and you've given right. me busy work to get there. But at the end of the day, that's my reward. And that's what makes us play. And that's what compels us forward. And it's kind I'm, of frightening. I'm all, I'm all about uh, the, the games that keep me the most engaged are the uh, the the games that that have such really small increments. Uh, like this that, that Riptide game I'm playing, it is just all about the inches. Every every time you get just a little bit of upgrade, and I mean it's just minor, it's just like bzz, bzz, bzz. Mm-hmm. but you feel like you gotta win the next one so that you can get just a little bit of Yeah, edge. you want a little bit more. That's right. It's just the like it's like drugs, more. man. And here's the thing. Uh Chatroom says, Well, those are you know, like Diablo's are less of an idle clicker because you're not being idle. No, I, I get that. That's not my point. My point is if they wanted to, they could though. If tomorrow oh, yeah. Blizzard wanted to hack their own software and release a patch to Diablo 3 to make it so it played itself, they could do it. These games oh, exist my. on phones now. There are games you can play now. Go buy Marvel Ultimate Alliance, play or whatever it's called, the the phone one. Play that Wait. game and 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 at some point you'll see a button in the side that says auto and you're like, "What's that for?" This whole time I've been telling Spider-Man what to specifically do and hey Wolverine, here's what you should do. But then I look at that button, and then I hit the button, and now they all do it without me? What are we even doing? What are video games? (laughs) I mean, you start to have this existential, like, clash with yourself. It's insane. That's why I don't like idle clickers. They give me the willies. Anyway, uh, there's that. Thank you for the email there, old Joe. uh, Thanks, old Joe. And you can send in uh, your emails to boopshow at gmail.com, just like old Joe there did. Uh, that is going to do it for the show. A quick reminder that if you want to find more of us and more about the site or the, uh, the, the show, whatever it is I'm trying to say out loud, you can go to frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. That's frogpants.com slash boop. You can leave us voicemails. We're going to start playing these on the show if you're interested in saying or asking something in a voicemail. Short and sweet is better, but whatever you want to do is fine. You can leave those at 801-471-0462. That's 801 801- Four seven one zero four six two, and we'll play those right here on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Boop Show, and you can find our Reddit page at boopshow.reddit.com. Brian, anything else you want to say before we cut out? Yeah, uh, if if you're on the Xbox and you want to join Club Mission Deep, just hit me up. My uh, my my thing is Mission Deep. Your thing. <laughs> My thing, your gamer my thing, tag. The, the gamer tag. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to get it wrong. I didn't want to get it wrong. All right. And you laughed at me. You laughed at me because I called my Switch my PlayStation Switch the other week because I was yeah. high on drugs. Uh, and so, yeah, now the Xbox is uh, coming to the Switch, so suck that. Yeah, that is a weird piece of news. We may have to dissect that <laughs> next week once we more know about it, but or more about it. But Xbox Live coming to Switch, whatever that means. We don't actually know what that means yet, but... Uh, that's going to do it for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time with a whole other episode. Until then, stay out the trouble. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. I don't like steam. There you go.